0: Welcome into the Warehouse, a show which covers the Baltimore Orioles and Major League Baseball. The Warehouse is part of BSL Radio. Baltimore Sports and Life is dedicated to analysis and discussion on the Orioles, Baltimore Ravens, and the University of Maryland. The site has a team of writers providing coverage of those teams and houses live streaming content weekly. Join the conversations at the message board, like BSL on Facebook, and follow BSL on Twitter. Welcome into the warehouse. We're back. I'm back with my colleagues, Matt Corey and Brad Johnson. Uh, back for another week of fun. We'll get some Orioles talk and then finish with some MLB uh, general talk around the game. I sent the guys uh, an outline beforehand, and we uh, had in the question there, you know, Bruce had been knocked around in his last five outings, wondering what was going to happen with him. Well, What happened was he was sent back to triple A today. Uh, he had said prior to his last start he thought maybe he was tipping his uh uh pitches uh some and a guy with not great stuff, maybe tipping uh tipping his hand. There's a <laughs> not a whole lot of uh, wiggle room there, so we'll see if he can get that corrected. The question I had to the guys was uh, Keegan Agan has excelled in the pen, uh, knocked around himself a little bit the last two times, but. I was curious, you know, do you think a guy should be keeping aching in his role or with uh, Zimmerman now back at AAA, would you be giving him the opportunity to uh, uh, start? So uh, what are your thoughts there, Matt?
1: I mean, I typically lean towards giving players multiple shots at starting. Um, you know, that's where the most value, you know, can be extracted from from a player, from a pitcher. By a club. Uh in, in this case, I, I think it's just dependent on what the Orioles, you know, need. Uh, I, I don't think any of these guys are long-term championship caliber pitchers, you know, and the next great Orioles team probably doesn't include them. That doesn't mean you can't get something valuable out of them, either you know, as a part of the season or as a part of a trade later on. Um but I, I think so when whole, you say that
0: just uh just to clarify, Matt, yeah. you mean they are not part of your rotation, which I think most people would definitively agree with you, or they cannot be part of your pen and overall staff as contributing members on the next uh winning team.
1: I think it's I think it's both. Hmm. I, I, I think. Um, you know, maybe there's a step forward to be had. They're, you know, not that old, but not that young either. Um, you know, I, I think it's, it's interesting what you said, Chris, about Zimmerman, like tipping his pitches. I, you know, I looked him up on baseball savant. And if you look at his, his, uh, you know, heat maps for, for the pitch zone, for the, the for the strike zone, uh, where his pitches are, you know, he's getting torched and he's getting torched. He's throwing the ball right over the plate on almost all of his pitches are the, you know, the, the bright red spots where most of those pitches are are right over the plate. Yeah, he's not walking a lot of guys, but he's he's just getting hit really hard because all his pitches are right over the plate. <laughs> the funny thing is, he's got a really good chase rate. So when he throws the ball out of the zone, batters are going after it. Maybe they're just in the swing mode, or um maybe they're fooling him. I I don't know the answer, or maybe he's fooling them. I don't know the answer to that, but I think he needs to nibble a lot more. I think he needs to throw pitches outside the zone. Um, you know, his – if you look at his exit velo, his hard hit percentage, expected batting average, barrels, blah, 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 everything is is just – is hit really hard. Um,
0: yeah, the last five starts extremely uh, just, you know, were, were brutal. Uh, balls flying out of the park. Uh, Brad, what, what's your take there? First, uh, stick with Aiken for a second. Would you move him out of a role that he's having success in, and then maybe to the larger point that that Matt was uh, suggesting—that do you think either one, you know, probably not uh, uh, major league uh, starters, even a back end starter, but you know, possibly contributing members of the pen as Aiken has shown this year. You know, kind of general thoughts there.
2: Well, I I do think Zimmerman has a chance to figure things out, but we'll get back to him in a second. Uh, uh, On the topic of Aiken, I I would just leave him be. I don't think he's an important part of the team, really. I don't really see the path for him becoming a valuable starting pitcher. If they do, by all means, give it a shot. Again, uh, even as he's pitching well in the bullpen, ERA estimators, they don't love his work. Uh, he he's looking like a 4.0 ERA pitcher who's
1: not striking so, guys out really
2: yeah he, he's having a good run uh, <laughs> there's at any given time you look at you know every reliever in the league uh, a 30 inning sample a bunch of them are going to be massively outperforming their actual skill set and I think that's a bit of what we're getting with Aiken. Uh, it's been what we're getting with a lot of uh, the Orioles relievers right now, which is a cool thing. And it's a shame to be wasted on a, a, a team like this uh, that isn't in a position to take advantage. Uh, but just on the topic of Aiken, I I wouldn't worry too much about him. Uh, just, just let those do what they want to do with him and maybe something emerges, but- Yeah, we'll so you're
0: finding forward. a way, you're skeptical either way, but you think since he's had success in the pen, basically you think they should leave him? Yeah, in I, I, it's
2: working for him now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, th-
0: I think that that's fine. I can question what, what's going to happen to him going forward. I kind of lean with you, except that the options are fairly limited on who they would utilize as a starter. And given that he has, had some level of accomplishment uh, in the minors, some major league experience as a starter, some success in the pen this year. I think he could be the next guy up, but uh, interested to see what the Royals do now. And they that have, adds up,
2: too. It has like, it, it, if he's not important to the team, you don't worry about yeah. expending move him, where him you as need him. a starter. Put him wherever yeah. you need him
1: to be. Don't worry about it.
2: Uh, on the topic of Zimmerman real quick, it's interesting, You, I, I hadn't seen that he thought he was tipping pitches, because the very first note I made, uh, just looking at his recent starts compared to just the stats, uh, compared to the early starts, it, it had the look of someone who was probably tipping some aspect of what he was doing. Uh, and tipping we use as like a catch-all, usually it's uh, just a scouting uh, observation that teams have made, and uh is very easily applied uh in this case maybe it's that he's throwing a lot of center cut strikes but i feel like the nlb hitters can see that on their own and smash those (laughs) i think he also benefited from the humidor a lot uh, early in the year
0: brad as you mentioned a number of relievers are having quality years maybe not uh sustainable long term depends what, uh, what your thoughts are of the guys individually but i wanted to point out that five of the relievers lopez Uh, Tate Perez, Bautista and Aiken are all in the top 27 overall amongst relievers in win probability added question was, what does it say to you? And kind of just, again, what do you think the world's have of this, uh, that group?
2: Well, like I said, I think it's a cool thing that's happening. It's neat. (laughs) And I don't know if they're going to be able to leverage value out of it. Really? Uh, The, the one thing is, uh, Lopez has probably made himself tradable in a way that I'd be trying to trade him now. Like immediately, I'd be calling up all the contenders and saying, we're going to deal this guy in a week, send us your best offers. You can always not do that, but try to get your best offer now before he has the chance to regress, have an injury, something. There are teams that want to contend and desperately need relievers. Uh, the Phillies desperately need a reliever. The Rays are a little thin, uh, more thin than they usually are. Uh, so, And there's some other teams that you know, aren't as needy but would still like to block those clubs at the very least. Uh, so with Lopez, you, you have options on what to do. I think Bautista looks like a guy who you might want to keep around. Uh, he also looks like a guy that maybe you can sell high on right now uh, just because you don't think that if you don't think that he's really going to be a huge contributor in the future, uh, you think he's uh, playing a bit above his head now, then you might be able to convince another club that he's worth so uh, a serious prospect. I guess a
0: follow up before I get to Matt. What is your thoughts on the idea of selling high at, at, at this point with, with uh MLB it's really hard to do. offices being what, what they are yeah. highly analytically inclined uh, if you're skeptical on what a guy he is, obviously the front uh, many front offices will be as well. But it's be, very hard yeah. to
2: sell high. But there are thirty teams in the league, and, and des- it only takes one fool, right? Yeah, it, desperation it, or one fool—that's that, all it takes. One one team getting the analysis wrong or right, Most of the sometimes. fools
1: are not at the top of the standings, looking for relievers, probably.
2: Probably,
0: Matt. My add-on to uh, to you there will be. Let's say the Orioles believe uh, that they can go from being their seventy-win pace that they are right now to a fringe wild-card contender next year, right? If they believe that's a possibility, uh, and they don't think whatever selling high means in terms of returning value is anything more than a lottery pick. Should they be holding on to those guys uh, or should they be unloading them now for
1: uh, any returning value that they can they can bring back? I don't see anybody. I I mean, there's a bunch of guys with really low ERAs, but I don't see anybody who's really dominating. You know, there's nobody with a ton of strikeouts and no walks. There's nobody uh, outside of Tate who's getting like a crazy amount of ground balls. Oh, sorry, Lopez is. I, I take that back. Lopez yeah, is Lopez 65. is. Uh, yeah.
2: Perez is doing pretty good in that, too. Yeah,
1: that's true, too. Um, 50% there. Um, but, I, you know, I sort of go back and forth. Like, what I, I think you're... Correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, uh, but it sounds to me like your point is, well, what are they really going to get for any of these guys? Why not hold on to them, and maybe they'll be useful to you next year when you're trying to actually compete? And... I mean, it's, at some point you have.
2: At uh, some point, you need are- somebody
1: to throw innings, right? Yeah,
2: you need inventory. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean,
0: at some point you, you've built up an organizational depth. Hopefully, you've done that over this past four or five, five years. <laughs> okay. And if if you at some point are trying to turn the corner, and to go further to Brad's point, if you think, like maybe there is some team desperate enough that will trade you there is a value point where you are going to say i i right. want that value and i will trade trade x for that but if yeah. if we're talking more about flyers and somebody that's a you,
1: you like yeah. something
0: in the scouting projection but you know it's not a definitive anything coming back to you at some point do you just hold so what you have yeah
1: there's both sides to this right so one is i don't see anybody here uh who's untradeable you know, there's right. nobody here who who is so good yeah. that they are absolutely a part of the next great Orioles team next year or the year after. Um, if you know, if, if the front office deems that, that whatever value coming back is worth it, I would deal any of these guys. Um, I tell you, Bautista
0: but, is uh, has a chance to be absolutely filthy, but yeah, none of them are uh, certainly none of them are untouchable. They're all they're all relievers. Right. Lopez is kind of interesting going. We saw flashes of you know he couldn't hold it together as a starter going through a lineup three times, but as a as a reliever he has been interesting. And yeah, I agree. Uh, the the save he had the other night in Toronto, uh, you know, uh, five outs uh, there, uh, and that I believe he's I think it was said on the board that he's already had uh, nine multi inning uh, uh, appearances, uh, which. You know, if you're looking at a, a higher leverage reliever that that certainly provides a uh, value. So if somebody wants to uh ante up, somebody is, is looking for a reliever and, and has some uh a higher prospect, then yeah, that, yeah, that, I would it, I would get rid of them. I, there, I,
1: I don't think just to be clear, I don't think Brad is wrong at all. I I think it just depends on is, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just uh what is coming back, right? And I, I don't of think course. you're gonna pull the wool over anyone's eyes, you know, like right the nationals and reds are not at the top of the division. They're not trading for your relievers. So you're kind of like dealing with smart people. Um, And I think that uh, there's, there's only so much that you're really going to extract from, you know, from, from a smart team over any of these guys. Uh, But, you know, desperation is a thing. And, um, and, and there are some guys who are, you know, who have, if not good peripherals, certainly good ERAs. So maybe that, maybe that gets you something. Um, I, I don't know where the line is, Chris, where, and I I don't know where the, where the team is, what the team is expecting next season and what they're expecting the season after that. You know, we're starting to see some guys come up through the system and that's awesome and fun to see, but we haven't seen anything that is going to put them at the top of the most competitive division in baseball. We're going to get to that, but well, I think what um, they
0: what they do with these relievers is a good barometer to uh, of their perception internally of where they are and what value yeah. they need need to ascertain. If if you send out Lopez for a low A eighteen year old, uh, yeah, right. That is telling. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right, it's, right, it's pretty right. Pretty telling. I
2: mean, uh, and I think that's yeah. not wrong in terms of what you should expect from you you're looking for someone young who your scouts love and maybe is not on a list somewhere that makes him high profile or you're looking for someone older who can contribute right away but maybe is you know not as big a deal i don't i don't think they have lopez under control for very long
0: uh um, yeah i should I'll have to check three on more, the, three more years uh, on, something on like the that. exact control but in terms of mm-hmm. the the value coming back, if this was, you know, two years ago, I would say, yeah, certainly take that high, well, uh, the, you know, that low A power arm coming back. But if you have visions of trying to be a wild card contender next year, that's less appealing to me, at least. But.
1: Yeah,
2: they, they do have them through 24. So I guess that does add to this value a little bit. Right. Um, I thought they only had him through 23.
0: So on the mound today for the Royals is uh, Tyler Wells, uh, currently going to the fourth inning. The Royals are leading 7 to nothing. Wells has been effective as a starter this year, pitch efficient, not a lot of Ks, but he isn't walking guys or allowing a lot of hits. He also has been excelling versus uh, left-handed batters. Uh, What stands out to you, Matt?
1: So I I think it's really interesting to compare him to Zimmerman. You know, Um, just like Zimmerman, he's not walking guys. But if you look at his heat maps, you see his pitches on the edges of the zone, whereas with Zimmerman, right in the middle. Um, so you know he's he's not getting crushed and he's not walking guys and he's making that work. Uh, you know I don't know how great a long term option he is a starter is as a starter. Um, you know their strikeouts just aren't there right now. Um, he might be you know better off in the bullpen, but he's doing a fine job where he's at now. So um, you know I I, I don't. Uh, I don't, I don't have any problem with him where he is
0: brad you continue to hand him the ball obviously the Orioles don't have other options uh but uh, do you see uh a mix that's sustainable going forward
2: <sighs> this is a contact management story and and the problem with that skill set is it's very unstable uh, a lot of pitchers do this well for you know 50 100 innings at a time they there's very few who can pull it together for an entire year, and let alone multiple years. And yeah, let alone multiple years. Uh, even the ones who are good at it, Kyle Hendricks is an example. Uh, hasn't been pitching well lately. Uh, you know, it's it's not the most reliable skill set. And until we see him do it for a long time, I wouldn't necessarily count on it. Uh, that said, he is a skill he's shown. Uh, he owns it. I think he can get back to it in the future at times. And that works for a fifth, fourth, fifth pitcher in a rotation. You know, the, they're slumpy sometimes and hot other times. That's that's a common back-end starter.
0: Let's uh, finish up the O's talk with uh, looking at a couple guys on offense. Hayes entered today leading a team for 820 OPS. Mancini stood at 797, Mount Castle right behind them after a big couple days in Toronto at 795. Uh, and then a couple other names. Mullins was at 683. Santander at 758. Who ends the year leading the O's in OPS bread?
2: I, I want to say a rushman just for the fun of it. Uh, I, I think he can get up to around 800 OPS. Uh, we'll, we'll see. He, he's showing some life. Uh, the smart answer would be Mancini or Mountcastle. And I'll, I'll lock in Mountcastle just because he's not involved in any trade rumors.
1: Matt, who you got? Um, I I'm, I'm gonna go with my boy Cedric Mullins. Um, yeah, he's, he's been it's been a little rough. Um, the I, I kind of I looked at the the pitches he's been seeing, and and he the pitch mix he's getting this year is different than what he saw last year. He's getting a lot more off speed stuff. and last year he performed really well against sliders and changeups, and this year he's performed pretty badly against them. He's still crushing fastballs. Um, and I don't know, I feel like there's, there's probably some improvement to be had there, you know, um, just, just based on what he did last season, you know, I, I, we've had this discussion before on this podcast, you know, is he as good as he was last year overall? And, you know, I was kind of hopeful. Yes, but probably not, (laughs) but, um, I still think he's better than, than he's shown so far. And, uh, I, I feel like there's a hot streak in here somewhere.
0: ESPN has their most recent uh, power rankings out today. How many teams do you believe are capable of winning the American League, Matt?
1: Four. Yeah, I think four. I, I think the Red Sox are in there. There, if you look at uh, run differential, they have the second best run differential in that division. Um, you know, the Yankees are running away with it right now, but they also have a uh, a rotation. They're you know getting most of their rotational value from Nestor Cortez, Jameson tyon, and Jordan Montgomery. Um, I don't love that. <laughs> Maybe I'm just uh, low on on the Yankees in general, which guilty uh, but uh, I, I don't I don't see this as the best best rotation in baseball by a long shot and uh, you know they're they're riding some hot streaks here and they've been really healthy on top of that so. Uh, I, I think they can be caught. I think they're going to slow down. And, um, you know, I think the Rays are probably better than they've shown. And um, we started to see the Blue Jays hit a little bit. Uh, uh, Vladdy's starting to hit the ball out of the park. So, uh, yeah, I, I think so it's going
0: to be uh, – I'm sorry, so were you looking at just the East or are you saying only the four East teams are capable Oh, of I'm sorry. Mean?
1: I read it as American League East. I apologize. That's that's <laughs> what I I thought you were asking. My, my bad. Um, how many can win the American League? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, uh, six, probably. I, you know, whoever wins the Central, um, is probably the weakest. Um, you know, then you got the Astros, and then the four American League East teams. So six.
0: Um, Sorry, Brad, yeah. Uh, what about you, Brett? When, when you say
2: winning the American League. Do you mean like the best record in the American League? Do you mean winning I mean, the ALCS? Win, I mean
0: winning the ALCS, winning the American okay. League. Okay.
2: <laughs> in that case, I'm only really counting out the O's, the Royals, the Tigers, the A's. I think everyone else is still in play. Really? And...
0: You, you You count, count everybody as having a legitimate chance of getting to the playoffs, winning multiple rounds?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I think So. So here's the thing. The best teams in the AL have depth problems that they haven't had to deal with yet. Uh, the Astros don't have a lot behind what they have on the field right now. The Yankees, they they have some stuff, but not a lot. Uh, and then a lot of the guys, a lot of the teams that are lagging a bit, uh, they have a little more depth. Uh, they can weather the storm a little bit, and they have some guys who could catch fire. They've been colder, maybe, and uh, maybe they'll catch fire and carry them a bit. Uh, obviously, Yankees, Astros, Rays, Red Sox, Twins, those are going to be your favorites if you're laying odds, uh, but. If the Rangers get super hot, no. and
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm off the board there, sorry. <laughs> I,
2: I, I think I think that all these teams like have a shot they're, they're going to need to to do some things creatively. I mean, they uh, still got they, the they got to be able
1: to reach
0: the playoffs first, and then they got to win multiple, multiple. I think rounds. the West
2: is pretty pretty wide open. Yeah, I, I know the Astros have a a, a nice looking lead, but they're like three, two, three injuries away from being worse than most of those teams. They're, they're not as strong as they've been in the past. Yeah.
0: So your answer there, basically plus or minus a hundred games left is we still have some ver- variables at play there uh, uh, and a lot, a lot can change. So uh, I mean, I, I think mean, I that's th- fair.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I think there, you know, I, I don't agree, but I think the argument is very, uh, a very good one. Um, you know, the, the, uh, if you look last year, the Braves were below five hundred at this time and they ended up winning the World Series. So the, you know, yeah, the twenty
2: nineteen Ash or twenty nineteen nationals. That that club
0: same thing, right? Yeah.
2: Had a trash bullpen, just <laughs> absolute no yep. no relievers. Most of the team wasn't good. Well,
0: and, Hall of Famer Brad do uh, doolittle. But uh but go and ahead. to your to your larger point there, Brad. I mean, uh you have the expanded playoffs. Can you get to that Can you get in? And if you get in, you've got a chance.
2: And uh, That's been the A's mentality since Moneyball. It hasn't worked for them, but it's worked for some other teams. Not this year, but other years, (laughs)
1: yeah.
2: A bunch of other teams have done great with that strategy. (laughs) A's, not so much. Same (laughs) with the Twins. Twins can't make that work.
0: I mean, it will be interesting to see how that impacts the uh, trade market, right? And, you know, if you feel like you've got got a reasonable chance to, to get in, Uh, 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 roll the dice get hot these
2: next five weeks are gonna tell us a lot
0: yep uh what's the most interesting uh current story for you in the national league brett
2: so so one of my great joys in sports is the the mets uncanny ability to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory (laughs) it is and so i'm i'm very eagerly watching the braves and phillies just slowly climb the ladder just sneaking up into striking distance uh, the Mets do have some serious reinforcements back on the way, uh, DeGrom and Scherzer, especially. Uh, so they're going to be hard to catch. Uh, they they certainly have the talent. They should not lose that division with the lead they've been spotted. Uh, but they're the Mets. I think they'll figure something out to make it interesting. I mean, they, that's, that's the story I'm watching. They managed uh, to get
1: Max Scherzer hurt. That is impressive in and of, of its own.
2: Even has to safe. happen someday.
1: Yeah. Well, well it before? didn't never happen before. What? What for you in the senior circuit, Matt? Uh, I, as far as like players, I, I think it's sort of the the resurgence of of these, you know, late twenties uh, uh, MVP quality players that you know maybe have, have had a, a few um, down seasons. You know, we see Mookie Betts at the top of the leaderboards, Manny Machado. Um, you know, has had a not, not bad season certainly since he's been in San Diego, but he but he's not uh, he's not been an MVP quality guy. Uh, you know, Francisco Lindor is is playing much better. Now, Nolan Arenado has been incredible. Same with Paul Goldschmidt. Um, I, I think it's uh, it's those guys. That's the you know, and and the other note I had is the Mets, <laughs> um, but but in a positive way. You know, they've they've managed to you know slug them their way into first place with uh you know even even with the injuries to their their two top pitchers i i forget how much they're paying de Grand, but i mean the the total that they're paying those two guys has got to be approaching 60 million dollars and and they've gotten very very little whatever you know 15 innings or something that shurs are through and and that's that's it but they're still in first place you know and and they're in first place with the the um you know the, the braves haven't won or haven't lost since may so uh they're still in first place, which is incredible.
0: Matt, let's uh stick with you. CBS Sports, they listed their all-fun team. Who's the uh must
1: watch for you? It's Raphael Devers. Um, quick quiz for you guys uh, who is leading the American League in fangrafts war? I'll give you a hint. It's Raphael <laughs> Devers. Uh everyone's talking about uh Aaron Judge. Uh, but Raphael Devers, man, he's uh he's he's the best hitter in the American League. Right. He's easier. Your, he's your AL MVP right now. He does. And also, not only it's not just about that, he's also legit nuts, um, like not in a in a in a bad way, but, in a like I'm going to sit down on the ground uh, during the play kind of way. You know, I'm going to talk to myself after every single pitch um, and and not just like say a couple words, but have a legit conversation back and forth. Um, yeah, he's he's a he's a lot of fun to watch. And then on top of that, there's the, you know. Vlad Guerrero light, uh, like not, not junior, but the original Vlad Guerrero, um, kind of hitting skills where you're swinging at pitches in the other batter's box and clubbing them over the wall. Um, that's, uh, you know, it, it, it's not anything I would teach little leaguers to do, but, uh, but it, it sure is fun to watch.
0: Uh, Brad, who do you
1: got?
2: I, I wrote down a couple names, uh, diff- different, skill sets. So Byron Buxton, uh, he's, he's a that's human another. high art right reel. And you, you got to take advantage and watch him anytime he's healthy. Cause it's just a joy in the batter's box on the field. Uh, he's, he's fun to watch anywhere he he's playing. Uh, I, I like watching Austin Riley hit. Uh, there's just, he, he's just like, I'm not going to describe this in a way that sounds interesting, but he's a certain kind of like old school competent that uh, I don't know, has like a good throwback vibe that I enjoy. Uh and, and on the pitching side, Sandy Alcantara, he's consistently most watchable starts in the league, just carves through opponents in a way that's very visually pleasing. And uh, Emmanuel Classe, uh, my favorite closer.
0: Got uh, Jordan Alvarez. That's uh, the other bat in the American League outside of Devers. That uh, seems to just be completely on fire right now. Um,
2: yeah, I get, I get like peak – Brian Howard vibes so when I watch Alvarez. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah I enjoy that. That's
1: a really good comp actually. Yeah. And it, it's more of a control the strike zone type of thing than just yeah, swing at I mean, everything. But uh
2: yeah. yeah. Those early years when teams didn't know that that you can just throw Howard only sliders and he would swing at them like right. like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Chris yeah. Davis did the same thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's, finish, same let's uh finish out what's on your mind this week, Brad.
2: Oh, uh, well, I'm trying to finish writing a song about one of my old dogs. That's on my mind. Uh, yeah, I've never written a song, so it's been interesting. Uh, I left the this, front this question
0: pretty vague. I might not have expected that.
2: But, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll reel it back into baseball. <laughs> uh, I'm wondering who's going to sell at the trade deadline. Uh, so, like, the A's have uh, L'Oreano, they have Montes, uh, they always have Mancini and Lopez. The Reds have Fam and Naquin, maybe a couple others. Joey Votto, um, Cubs Wilson Contreras. I don't know if Joey Votto is going to accept a trade. <laughs> he he's got ten and five rights, so he can just say I'm. Just oh, he keep might not in. want to
1: trade. Yeah, I'm not saying they would. I I would think they would deal him because he would want it because oh. they're cutting. You know they're. Uh, uh, selling off everything and they're terrible and you know who maybe you know I think he actually... likes
2: playing in great american ballpark that's for sure yeah maybe
1: he's from um toronto so i always i keep waiting for him to come back you know home to to the blue jays and i, I feel like there's a spot for him there um you know at, at dh and, and maybe at first base depending on if he's a better fielder than vlad matt so finish, finish us off
2: i don't know that this is going to happen this year uh on the trade deadline topic but I'm wondering with the the market of like rebuilders going to be, it's going to be smaller uh, in future seasons and they're probably not going to have pieces to trade. I think we're going to see more teams learn how to make challenge trades and kind of retooling trades with other contenders, Uh, try to balance out their teams uh, probably with the other league. if, If you can manage it, certainly not within division, I think we're going to see a different type of trading style emerge over the next few years.
1: I think there's a, there's something to that. You know, I think the Red Sox are in that position now because they have so many expiring contracts, you know, and, and they're competing, but they're um, you know, half their roster is going to be a free agent next year. And, and I think that's
2: and they have th- some huge pitching holes too that They could stand to gain. Stand well, to they've, improve.
1: they've got a bunch of guys coming back. I mean, sales, sail through a bullpen today. Uh, um, you know, James Paxton is getting healthy. Um, you know, Eovaldi is on the DL, but he's supposedly getting better. Same with Garrett Whitlock. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, I think, I think that kind of, that kind of trade of, of moving guy for guy is, is definitely on the table there. Um, yeah. Uh, I I'm really curious what the Orioles are going to do. You know, they, they've kind of sat out the deadline the last couple of years and, you know, we're sort of expecting them to, um, you know, to, to start to compete soon. Um, if
0: they are selling off of uh, pieces, and you mentioned a Mancini or a Santander or the bullpen, I'd like to also see them being in acquiring mode and looking for a uh, uh, a starter that they can uh, use some of their depth to obtain, and not just wait to the off season to uh, be addressing it via trade or free agency but
1: that was going to be my point and i i wonder if they would go out and get a guy like uh like castillo from the reds or or montas from the
0: uh montas yeah that'd be awesome uh, from what? the
1: a's or yeah. uh don't the rockies have some guy also i don't know and anyway somebody no that okay brad no. says <laughs> nope they have nobody um <laughs>
2: the rockies have developed several guys who don't suck at Coors Field, and that's like their their main aspiration when making pitchers. Yeah. Please don't suck at Coors Field. Uh, you might be thinking of Herman Marquez, and he's not good.
1: Oh, that is who I'm thinking of. Yeah,
2: that is who I'm thinking of.
1: Um, anyway, yeah, I'd like to see the Orioles make some moves that, uh, you know, start to set them up, but I'm not holding my breath. Got Henderson, Westberg... Uh... A hitting
2: pitchers is going to be a hard pull.
0: Hitting already at AAA. Yeah. The rest of the roster is pretty set. Find a, They have to find some pitching. <laughs> it's not just going to be internal. Uh, so good thoughts, guys. Enjoyed it. Check out uh, Matt and Brad on uh, Twitter. Matt, where can people find you?
1: Uh, at MattyMatty2000, Maddie Maddie where I'm tweeting out pictures of Rafael Devers sitting in the middle of the baseline.
0: Orioles fans will love that. it would be great, yep. Brad. Uh, what What can uh, – <laughs> where, where people will find you?
1: Everybody loves uh, that. Come on,
2: Chris. Baseball A-team on Twitter, uh, like like the show, not the number. Uh, and uh, NBC, Baseball HQ, MLB Trade Rumors, I'm all over. Mostly doing fantasy stuff.
0: All right, good stuff. All right, take care, guys. Uh, we'll talk again soon. Come and join us at the board, BaltimoreSportsandLife.com. And the message board, uh, join the uh, – Orioles and MLB talk there. Take care.